Welcome to the Guide Me Glow podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Tang, and I'm a holistic health coach that is here to help you become your glowier self mentally, physically, and spiritually. I'm a lifestyle and wellness content creator and founder of the wellness platform, Guide Me Glow. In this podcast, I share my journey and knowledge on all things self-development, manifesting, confidence, healing your relationship with food and body, and so much more. Follow for weekly episodes to listen to on your Glow Girl Walk. Hey guys, welcome back to the Guide Me Glow podcast. And today we're doing an episode all about how to embody the highest version of you during the holidays and how to navigate triggers around family, old habits, friends, even your environment, all that good stuff. Because obviously we're really in the holidays now and um yeah many of us have like gone back home or we're around family members and yeah like a lot of kind of triggers can come up about that obviously like old habits past traumas when we're used to kind of being away from you know that kind of environment and family members we really grow as a person and we almost become like a new version of ourselves you know more improved you could say but you know sometimes when we go back to old places it can really bring up a lot of things again so I wanted to do a little episode on this it was actually quite like an impromptu episode Um, I just really wanted to get one up before Christmas um, and chat about you know what it's like being at home around holidays over Christmas New Year's all that kind of stuff so yeah before we get into that I wanted to speak about the affirmation of the day And today's affirmation is what happens around me does not have to determine my energy. I protect my peace by only letting in what serves me. And this is the affirmation of the day or the week because I just feel like, yes, so many things can happen around you. But at the end of the day, you are the person that decides what you let in. So, you know, say, for example, in the holidays, you have your family around you and it's triggering and it's a lot of like energy and might not all be positive energy and so you really let that affect you that is still a choice of yours so when you kind of affirm to yourself that what happens around you it doesn't have to determine how you feel and you can protect your own peace by kind of envisioning like this bubble around you and you don't have to let everything else in then I feel like that really helps kind of protect your peace keep you grounded keep you on like a good energy and yeah So for the holidays, I wanted to speak a bit about this because as I've gone older, I've kind of, and like moved to different places, I haven't been home home for Christmas in, this will be the third year, so I feel like all the usual traditions and like the meaning behind the holidays, it's like changed a lot. Uh, this year I'm in Bali and actually my sister's here with me so it's nice to have family with me for Christmas for the first time in three years so that's been really nice but I wanted to chat a bit about yeah holidays the celebrations the meanings what it means to you all that kind of stuff and obviously during the holidays it's a time to bring people together it's a lot of good good vibes you know good food it's going out a lot socializing all these things and I wanted to chat about it because I think there's a lot of there's like a certain stigma around the holidays and celebrations and what it means I think a lot of time is an excuse to just go out and party a lot but then on the other side I feel like the true meaning behind it is just like connection and actually yeah being around your loved ones and even if you're alone and say you're like traveling it's you still create some sort of family within 
where you are you know family doesn't always have to mean like blood related it can also mean about you know the friends that you've created where you are now short term long term like it really it can mean so so many different things and I think there's a lot of excuses that can also be created around the holiday times like just because it's a holiday for example you know because it's wrapping up year with an end of year and people always say like oh like I'll start in the new year and I really feel like that is just an excuse I get it I think it's nice that you know new years can be seen as a motivational thing it's like a fresh start like I completely get that and it's why people love a Monday and all that kind of stuff but I think at the end of the day time is kind of like a construct and what makes a difference between you know today and tomorrow just because it's the date. I think like really if you wanted to start something or if you really wanted to implement a habit or become someone else, it's just a part of you and it's not like you would wait the next day to do it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think a lot of the time excuses can happen around the holidays or people can be like, oh, I'll just like, you know, do this for two weeks and get back on in Jan. But I feel like the truth is to create a lifestyle, for example, if you identify yourself as a healthy person, I don't think a healthy person would really, like you'd have balance, of course, but I don't think a healthy person would almost like, you know, just because it's the holidays, I'll go out every single night and like drink like loads of alcohol every night and go all in and like eat junk food and all that kind of stuff or like overeat you know what I mean because I just feel like that is not their identity that's not the type of thing they would do so if you're wanting to identify yourself as a healthy person you know would you really do that and so it's just something to kind of be mindful of and of course not to be too hard on yourself because at the end of the day food and drinking and all that stuff is a very social thing and it creates memories um, and good times but I think it's just understanding the balance and what are the consequences that would happen and just doing it in a more mindful way rather than just doing it because it's the holidays like I don't think you should just do something just because it's the holidays I think if you want to do something obviously you can do it but do it with intention and yeah because you want to not just because you feel like you have to so I just wanted to say a bit about that around the holidays but for me honestly like now I've kind of gone to the stage where I feel like I've like healed my relationship with food obviously I still have thoughts around food sometimes that kind of catch me off guard or I feel like aren't you know making me feel the best but I feel like for the most part I catch myself when I do that and I've kind of trained myself to really look at food in a positive way and also like accepting myself as well my like my body and all that kind of stuff so yeah it's just like monitoring it seeing also what could be a trigger for you and how you can kind of overcome that and holidays for me is also coming together as people with your friends obviously being abroad it's I haven't been with like my whole family so it's not really been like the old traditional way and especially being in a hot country during Christmas it never really feels fully like Christmas so for me it's literally just being more intentional about I guess gratitude it's making other people feel happy obviously with like gifts and like making people feel special I think that's always really nice and just like over the holidays as well it's also giving yourself a bit of a break to then come back stronger whether it's within yourself or if it's with work or just like giving yourself a break in general just like to turn off and switch off a bit to really reflect I think it's a time to really just slow down especially in the end of the year if you've had like a busy year it's a good time to slow down really come back within yourself look back on the year I would honestly do like a whole look back on the whole year Jan to December and kind of write out key highlights of each month because only 12 months so I feel like that's achievable and write down the things that you've learned 
things that you kind of want to let go of, things that you want to carry on to the new year, people, habits, um, environment, your goals. Like it's such a great time for reflection. And I think this year I really want to hone into that. And instead of being distracted and just seeing it as like, oh, I'm going to kick back, relax and just go out and, you know, not really think about that. I'm going to take time to really go within and yeah write out exactly how I felt like this year went do a lot of reflection think about how I want 2023 to go and hopefully manifest that (laughs) and it's funny because I was looking at my vision board I usually have I always have it as my screensaver um, on my laptop and my phone and I look at it and I'm like wow like honestly most of these things have come true and I know that the other things will come true eventually at the right time but it's pretty crazy how like even things that I didn't think would manifest because I'm like oh like I literally put that on my vision board ages ago like it's just there and then suddenly it happens and I'm like this is crazy so yeah I feel like holidays is a really good time to kind of give yourself a chance to reflect think about what you want maybe even start your vision board for January Um, if you want kind of guidance and advice on how to create a vision board and get into a good routine on the new year's um, you guys know I have the 60 three-day glow ebook the mindset one um which i'll again link in the information bio thing and the podcast that kind of teaches you all about how to manifest and like create your vision board and your morning routines and all that kind of stuff um it's actually it could be a really cute gift like a last minute gift as well if you're thinking about that so i wanted to speak about family triggers as well because i feel like this is actually quite common um you know when you move away from home or your hometown and family you grow on your own as a person and sometimes when you come back to the past familiar places such as your hometown or old friends old family members it can put you back to where you were at that time it can almost seem like suddenly go back in time and you're like that version of yourself not who you are in like a different place and it's almost like that inner child becomes more vulnerable and it's like you just forget about what your life was like before and suddenly you just morph back into this like box almost and it's really interesting because it's like why do we feel like that I was chatting to a friend and she was like I'm kind of like nervous that like you know being around like she's gone home for like a, a few weeks or so and obviously some people go home for like longer like a month and she was like I'm quite nervous about going back because I know how my family members are I know like the mindset they have and I don't want that to kind of pull me back into like old ways of thinking and I totally get it because because I feel like you know who you surround yourself with is extremely important and it kind of affects you on so many levels on a subconscious level like you don't even realize how much the people around you affect you um so yeah if you're around like people who don't necessarily you know inspire you in a way that like how you want to be obviously I'm not saying that your family doesn't inspire you family is obviously amazing and they provide so much value but sometimes like mindset wise we elevate and sometimes it might not match anyways I'm talking about the mindset sector of this and of course like yeah you can be vulnerable to that but I think with that it is like a true test to see how far you've actually come because that's the real kind of decider or like telltale sign of how much you've developed as a person or how much you've truly changed because I feel like true change is when it doesn't matter where you are or what you're around you're still carrying on those habits and that mindset and all those kind of things no matter where you are so I think it's also being patient with yourself and others I think that's so so key for me personally I would get triggered and then 
because I have quite like a fiery personality, like Leo things, you know, I can get like heated up in the moment and quite um, reactive. It's especially with family members. Like I don't really get like that around friends or like anything else. It's literally around my family that most of the time it's like they know how to just push those buttons and just get me like fired up and then I almost go back to how I was when I was like 13 it's like crazy and I've been thinking a lot about this every year because I obviously don't see my family that often and so every time I do I'm like why why is it that all of a sudden I feel like I just throw throw out all my like self self self-love to self-development practices and I'm like you know I go back into this like teenager self almost and I'm like is because when you, you know, spend so much time, if I look back in that time in my life when I spent the most time with my family, it was when I was a teenager. It was before I moved out. I moved out when I was 18. So, you know, I was still very young. I was still very reactive. I didn't, like, know that much about mindset and all that kind of stuff. I think I, you know, have always been the same person in terms of, like, my characteristics and my values and stuff like that. But obviously I hadn't done all the self-development work that I have done now and obviously I've changed so much and I was even speaking to my mum on FaceTime last night and she was like I can really see you've matured so much and for me that's really special to hear from my mum because obviously you know she's the one that knows me the most from when I was like a child so it's really interesting to hear that too but yeah like I said I think a lot of time we can just morph back into who we were when we spent the most time with our family because that's how our family members remember us and that's how we remember our family so I think that's obviously so normal but as I've kind of tried to navigate this it's taken some time for sure like every year I'm like thinking more like okay like why is this the reason why um why do I react this way because I know it's not just them it's obviously me too it's a two-way thing I'm like learning to kind of get over that a bit more and kind of communicate from a side where of who I am now and like even my sister's come here like she came here last night and we got into this like stupid argument but like I was thinking to myself why why we got so like fired up and triggered and it's because we are acting from a vulnerable childlike self the one that isn't healed like one with past traumas and all this kind of stuff so when we work through that we're able to communicate from like the highest version ourselves the version that we are now and it's allowing yourself space and time to communicate that and I think also staying calm is so key I used to be so reactive and I would just like you know not really listen I would just say my opinion but like now I feel like I am able to remain a lot more calmer I'm able to listen I'm able to also just identify where the miscommunication might have happened also not seeing it for like that one single situation like what is going on in their life that stressed them out and also what was I doing and what's been stressing me out that I wasn't aware of so it's like really seeing beyond the like small minute like situation and looking at it from the bigger picture and be like okay why why has this escalated so much or why do I feel this way it's never normally about the actual like situation it's always something deeper than that so it's about learning how to rationalize and communicate and also just think from that point of view rather than like being so heated in the moment and not even like seeing past that and I also think that communicating your boundaries is very key I think it's always really important to keep communicating your boundaries and it's okay to have boundaries and it's also okay that your boundaries have changed family members may be more reluctant to actually even respect that not because they don't respect you because they see you as who you are as when you last saw them 
And, you know, when you last saw them maybe like a year ago or a few months ago or whatever, you're not the same person as you are now. But, you know, that's how they remember you as. So it's hard for them to let go of your past identity. If you think about how hard it is for yourself to let go of your past identity and, you know, how long it takes to change, it will be harder for, like, your family members to kind of see you as a new you. Like, they have to get used to that, you know? And especially if you haven't seen them in such a long time, it's almost like a shock and they almost don't want to let go of that version of you because that's who they know, your family. With that, we need to be very, very clear with our communication. You can say what you want, but... If you're still like defensive and in a reactive mode, it will still be the same because the only way you can show them who you are now is to literally show them. It's like how you act. It's how you react to a situation. It's not telling them, being like, I've changed guys. I'm this new like enlightened person. Okay, you can say that all you want, but the proof is gonna be how you act and how you react towards someone. And you know, when you act in your higher self and see their reaction you can then take it from there and it's like that is how you you truly see yourself changes how you react and how you act to a situation and how you also amend yourself and correct your actions like it's okay if you suddenly react because that's just like years and years of conditioning but then when you realize it and you're like I'm gonna take responsibility for how I've acted and be like okay I was in the wrong for this but then also you kind of just slowly unpick the situation and get to like the root cause and then that's how you kind of navigate from there and it's also with family and you know this could be extended family could be just family in general or like family friends um you can also create space around people who you might not vibe with as much and that's okay you don't have to completely cut off communication or make people think the way that you do but more so hear their point of view. Like, don't just judge straight away, but like, you know, hear them out, like hear their point of view and then communicate your own point of view, but not in a way that's trying to convince them to do anything or like, you're right or I'm right, you're wrong, like nothing like that. But just see if you can come to like a mutual understanding. Um, And if not, then that's also okay. Like people can have different opinions and that doesn't have like any, that doesn't say anything about you. You know, I think of anything, if you're confident within your own point of view and your own like values and all that kind of stuff, like other people, if they don't agree with you, that's fine. Like it doesn't matter really. Like people are allowed to have their own opinions. Um, But all this does take a lot of energy. So I think it's also okay to give yourself more time to reflect and more like self-care time. Um, I would, for me, that's like journaling, meditation, having like physical time to myself. I feel like, having time to myself is really important for me it helps me figure out what is going on how I feel all that kind of stuff um and also see it as a way um to kind of yeah see how far you've come really family family can be triggering and it's one of the ways to see how far you've really come so healing the relationship and traumas around family can be like the hugest step forward I feel like sometimes when we haven't seen our family in a long time and we've you know grown and done a lot of self-work and we're like oh we're this like new person but if we're avoiding our family traumas and actually facing it then I think that's a big part of us that is kind of slowing down our progress and our self-development I think we can't just ignore like that big part of us family is very important and whether you have an amazing relationship with your family or a not so amazing relationship with your family I think no family is perfect I think we're all a bit dysfunctional to be honest but it's about you know how you're healing those traumas like last night I had this conversation with my mum and I wasn't again I wasn't expecting it to go down the way it did but 
you know, we were having this conversation and I was like, I don't know, I almost was giving her advice in a way. I'm saying that like, you know, with what she was doing, I was like, you need to look at your past traumas and see how that's affecting how you feel now. And, you know, with me, I'm like, I also need to do the same. And it's like being vulnerable and open and really communicating exactly how you feel. And if you feel trauma around certain things, literally talk to your family about it because I bet you they see it in such a different view to how you saw it. As a child, we are very vulnerable and we don't have the capacity to see things from like lots of different points of views. So like, you know, if for example, you were a child and you felt like your parents weren't always there for you or you felt like it can be the smallest thing that can like affect how you feel now. It could be like you were in the supermarket and you lost your mum and you felt like your mum abandoned you. Like that is also a trauma that can be carried on to adulthood without you even realising. And it's like stuff like that you can communicate and when you hear it from that person, you're able to heal because you're like, wow, this is... This is like the actual real story. It's not, you know, I was just creating a story in my mind and letting that carry on throughout my whole adulthood. But this is what really happens. It's almost like rereading a story or rewatching a movie as you are now and seeing it from a different point of view. So I think during the holiday times, when you have the chance to be around your family, it's amazing opportunity to really dig deep and have those conversations with them. Because, you know, as we get older, it's, it's not often that we're always able to be with our family and when we actually are we can really just use that time wisely and not just you know co-live with each other and be like having arguments and like seeing each other's being annoying like it's actually a time for you to connect and get to know each other as you are now because if you think of the person that you were like a few years ago or like a month ago or whatever it's different to who you are now but then also think have they changed as well like maybe your parents have changed too or like your sisters and your brothers like they've probably changed a lot so it's like reconnecting getting to know each other again in who you are now and I feel like that can be really special and I also wanted to talk about old habits I'm just gonna shift gears quickly um, into lifestyle habits because I also understand that people can go through struggles with eating during the holiday times you know as holiday times it's a lot of like indulgent foods there's a lot of food around even like a lot of drinking if you drink a lot or whatever um yeah there's like a lot of like that is the theme of Christmas you think you think Christmas and you think obviously Jesus but you also think like food and drinking and partying it's like a whole ordeal right and for someone that has like suffered through like disordered eating patterns or thoughts like that can also be triggering um I think now I've got to a place where I don't really see that as triggering as much anymore because I don't know I see food as like it's always abundant, it's always there. And I feel like at the end of the day, it's not worth feeling like shit, <laughs> to be honest. Like with food, I'm like, you know, maybe, you know, your mind is like telling you, you need to eat all of this or you need to eat that because you'll never get it again. And then after you feel like really bad about yourself, I feel like that that feeling is not worth it anymore. Like I am deserving and I'm worthy of feeling my best. And if that means like not eating all the dessert, then that, then so be it. Like I'll be able to get it again in life. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of seeing things from an abundant point of view. Um, not from like a lack point of view where you're like, oh my God, this is my only chance. I must take it. Like, no, like you will always have that chance. If you want a chocolate Christmas pudding in June, I'm sure you'll be able to find it. 
you know, I'm, I'm sure there's possibilities. So it's about seeing things in an abundant point of view. And also you can enjoy foods in moderation and yeah, not see it as a thing you have to be so focused on because you never normally allow yourself to have it. And I think when you're so focused on one thing, it takes you away from the moment. You're not in the present. You're not like, you're just, your physical is there, but your mind is somewhere somewhere else. And I think that's kind of sad when it comes to the holiday times. Cause like I said, it's about connection. It's about, you know, really enjoying where you are not feeling like stressed or fearful around food and how it's going to make you look or how it's going to make you feel it's about it's your kind of taking yourself out of that and taking yourself back into the present moment and feeling yourself in your body and being like okay what do I actually want and what do I actually need opposed to like what does the old self tell me I need or you know the conditioning thoughts and that kind of stuff because yeah I think this, I think a technique that might help is seeing food as bringing people together, but see it as more of like an addition to the situation rather than the main focus and see it as like a bonding tool almost because, you know, food is amazing. It brings people together, but kind of use it in like a sociable situation where like, You can use it to make conversations. You can use it to help bond with each other. And yeah, use it as a tool, not the determination and focus. I have completely been there in the past. I remember like maybe four, five years ago um, when I was like deep in my like food obsession of like having to eat clean all the time. I was also vegan at the time and I just was very obsessed with food. And I had Christmas with my family and I like legit made like my own Christmas dinner (laughs) like I made my own nut roast which is like fine but I was doing it from like a place where like I was like I don't want to eat the food that I don't have control of cooking you know I was like you can't put oil on the potatoes when you roast them and my sister was so upset with me she was like what do you mean (laughs) like just little things like that I I mean it's funny when I think back at it but then if you really think about it I was like so consumed with the food that I wasn't even like focused on enjoying the moment and being my family you know so it you know I think with food it's like you need to let go of that and just see it as like a, a an addition to the situation that you're in not the main focus and maybe you feel like you are in a good place with food but when it comes to holidays those little triggers come back and that's also okay because we're human I don't think a thought can ever just disappear like sometimes they come back but it's just about how we like acknowledge them and also react to them so you can just be like catch yourself in the moment maybe like step away for a bit take some deep breaths or you know journal a bit have a conversation with someone about it maybe if that helps that might help just think of like little practices that you can do to help ground yourself again and then yeah like navigate it through that way and I think with that truly it is a process of course Um, but it's about being more mindful about it and you know if you do feel triggered then maybe think of some tools that you can use to help bring you back to you know being more calm about it or yeah that kind of thing so and take it slow as well like if you're someone who like doesn't usually eat a lot of processed foods and um, you you know when you're at like a family gathering or friends gathering there's like all these foods around and you feel like anxious towards it either that you can't eat anything or that you want to eat it because you never allow yourself just like take a deep breath and think you know what this is like one day like one day out of 365 days like 
if I want it, I can eat it. But then if I don't want it, I also don't have to eat it. And also, like, I'm allowed these foods whenever I want. It's not just today. It's not just today and tomorrow. Like, it is whenever. And so I feel like that puts the pressure off of you and you just see it as like, oh, okay. Like, you just don't see it as a big deal. That's basically it. So I hope that kind of helped you around like the whole food situation and also like body image situation. Yeah, you might eat more around the holidays and that's so fine and normal. But like I said, like a few days or like a week or a couple of weeks or whatever of eating whatever you want, which you should do anyways in everyday life, but it's just with moderation, it's not really gonna change that much. So just like take the pressure off yourself. I just think like with body image and stuff like that, if you wanna achieve the body you want or you wanna be like a healthy person and feel physically and mentally fit, you just identify yourself as that person. And for that, you have to act as if you already are that person. If you Even if you're not physically that at the moment, you have to act as if you are to get to that stage in the end of the day. So if you embody yourself in that, you're like, okay, well, like, what would a person do if they were like embodied a really healthy lifestyle or what would a person do if I was already in the body that I loved and you know wanted and then you act within that and then like the more you do that the more you will achieve that and I just think like a person that already has a body that they love and you know they they accept themselves and they're healthy like they don't think about it that much it's just they, they naturally are like that so you know, why would they obsess around food? Why would they like be feel anxious around certain foods? Like they just, you know, eat what they want and then get on with life and then like work out because, you know, it makes them feel good. And it's just all about having it as like an easy lifestyle. I feel like when you put so much pressure on it, it becomes really difficult and there's so much resistance around it and it's just not enjoyable. And it's like, you want life to be as enjoyable as you can make it. So just make it an easy flowy thing. Okay, so I want to talk about people as well within the holiday times because yeah obviously in the holiday times you're not just around your family 24 7 I mean you might be but you know most of the time there's also around friends and this can be around old friends it can be not even just people it can also be like your environment going back to your hometown um I feel like yeah maybe you moved away for a reason like for me I definitely moved away for a reason like I wouldn't move back home because I just don't enjoy that environment and it's just like not what I want right now in life. Um, so you might not feel inspired and you might also even feel like people like, you know, with the older mindset are like dragging you down or, you know, they're not inspiring you and it's not the people that you want to surround yourself with. And that's okay. It's okay to feel like that. Um, and, but I want you to remember, I want you to remember that you always hold the power and what you let in is always a choice. It's like taking yourself out of that victim mentality and being like, you know what? I have the power to let in what I want to let in. If I don't feel the vibe of these people, if I don't feel the vibe of this environment, of this situation, I don't have to hang around with these people. I don't have to stay here if I don't want to. Like, you don't have to actually stay there if you don't want to, you know? Like, you're actually choosing to do that. Like, it's a choice. And so you can decide how a conversation goes and you can decide how much time you spend with people. And it's like creating the boundaries, like setting yourself, giving yourself that, I guess, permission to put yourself first in that way. 
And also know that because it's the holidays, obviously it's not a permanent situation. So with that, you can see it in a different light where instead of trying to make people or like a place exactly how you like or exactly how you want it, see it as an opportunity to have different conversations, to understand them more. Like it's it's quite likely that you haven't seen your home friends in a while. So use it as a chance to really enlighten them maybe like spark up new conversations that maybe they don't normally have and communicate with them see their point of view but in a curious way not in a way that's like oh my god I'm better than you like not like that because no one's better than anyone everyone just has like a different point of view and people just see things differently but it's like just be curious around their mindset and also you know share share your ways of thinking because you never know like what one thing you might say might inspire someone to do something that would completely change their lives so it's kind of about being the person of change and also place-wise you can use it as a time to go inwards spend more time with yourself spend more time with family instead of feeling like you always have to be out doing things socializing you can use it as a time to you know stay at home more get to know yourself more like do all the self-care practices getting to a good routine I think that is something so special about that I think like if I was to go home um for the holidays I would definitely take advantage of like getting into back into a good routine spending time with my family like not feeling like I need to always be like doing things and socializing um I can go deeper into my passions like work um my like self-development journey and like even like my exercise routines and all that kind of stuff explore new hobbies there's like so many things that you can do when you're home or if you don't like the outside environment and because you also know it's kind of temporary it's like you might as well just take advantage of that you know um and also I wanted to say connect with new people in the area because I think it's common to like go back home and hang out with the same people that you knew from like a few years ago because they're your friends in that area. But there's always opportunities to connect with new people in the area. Like I really, really doubt, you know, every single person in your hometown. Um, And if you think you do, just like try and seek out new people, you know, and often you will start attracting new types of people in your life to like how you grow now because life is a mirror and I think that the person you are now the people that you meet now is a reflection of who you are now and you know who you might have not been friends with in the past you might become friends with now so for example if you think about the people that you went to school with or you went to college or uni with or whatever you might have not been friends with some of those people because you were just not aligning you were different people you weren't like the similar in that sense but if you think about it now maybe they've changed maybe you've changed and now you do align and you can create a new friendship so yeah that's also pretty exciting also because meeting new people is always great and seeing different point of views and seeing people and hearing people's stories is always so interesting to me I hope this episode has helped you it's a little bit of a shorter one today but I just wanted to get this one out because I know amongst the holiday fun and all the great things that are around the holiday, it can also be quite triggering and can make you think a lot more about who you are. But it's important to stay strong in knowing who you are now and also being proud of who you are now. I think sometimes when we go back to old past situations in life it can make us go back into like the box or the person that we once were because we're not confident enough to show people like the new us because we're like well what would they think like do they think I'm just this like complete new person like will they accept me like are we still going to be friends because of who I am now and you know you can't 
really live life like that because I think that is just people pleasing and that's just going back to not sharing your full self and not like yeah it's like dimming your light for someone else's approval and it's like that's not what life is about I think if someone is meant to be in your life they will accept you for who you are in whatever phase whether you're in your like glow girl phase whether you're in your I don't give a fuck phase your whatever era you're in I feel like the people that are meant to be in your life at this stage they will always be there for you and you don't have to worry about whether you'll be accepted whether you know you'll be liked I just don't worry about that you know like put yourself as first priority and when you do that the right people will just come into your life without you realizing and also it's so unexpectedly as well like it always happens in a way that you never expect it um and I think that's just like the most fun thing because I mean I love like good surprises so who wouldn't want that you know Okay, so I'm gonna end this episode with a challenge of the week as I always do. And today's challenge is when you feel like reversing back into old habits or if you feel like you're being triggered by certain people or places, set five to 10 minutes of your day for a grounding practice. Actually set this as a reminder on your phone so you don't forget because you're gonna forget if you don't if you don't do this anyways. And if you do, you'll still probably forget. So set a reminder on your phone to give yourself five to ten minutes of just a grounding practice so this can be journaling obviously this can be meditation by the way I want to say about journaling I have something exciting coming out soon it's a new guide and it's going to be coming out in the new year to get you set with journaling for you to discover yourself more to enrich your relationship with yourself more to work past old limiting habits beliefs all that good stuff but yeah obviously I'll speak more about that in depth at a later stage but I'm really excited for this anyways back to the challenge um yeah this could be meditation or it can even be like a simple walk or a podcast listen um so have a routine or practice that you can take with you anywhere to ground you and remind you how far you've come because when it comes to moving environments a lot like even for me I feel like moving around is like quite stressful for me and I I'm someone that I love experiencing new places and people but I need to feel grounded in where I am and for me that's like a home as well but because I've been moving around so much I've kind of like gotten used to moving around and making a place feel like home very quite easily um and having like a practice like my morning routine or my journal routine and like these little tools that I can just go to quickly really helps me feel grounded and back to myself like honestly I don't know what I would do without journaling and meditation it's actually changed my life and I'm very passionate about it so that's why I keep speaking about it over and over again but yeah that is my challenge of the day also I'm sorry if you can hear a lot of chaotic sound around me it's literally pouring down with rain and it's very windy um at the moment the past two days the weather hasn't been amazing it's like very stormy um and tropical so that is why and I didn't go to a podcast studio to record this because I was like I just want to get this up and out so that is why but if anything it's quite like a Samar vibe so I don't know if you're into that but there we go So yeah, as always, thank you so much for listening to this episode, my podcast. I appreciate you guys so, so much. I hope you all have an amazing Christmas if you celebrate it or holidays and an amazing New Year's. Um, This is going to be a very exciting year. I feel like this year has honestly, for me, 
there's been so much change this year and I feel really excited about the new year. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I'm going to, you know, try my best to make my dreams come true, manifest all that good stuff. And yeah, I feel like it's going to be a really fun yet unexpected year. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. I think it's going to be really exciting. I feel like things are going to, there's going to be big change. I think I'm going to change a lot as a person too. I'm going to like grow even more meet lots of new people new experiences it's gonna be good i'll be posting more stuff on my instagram and guide me glow on you know little journal prompts and things to do before the new year's to help you feel more grounded and excited about that but in the meantime i love you love you lots don't forget to give this podcast a little review and rating and i will speak to you guys next week bye